All right, good morning. How's everybody? I think y'all are trying to make me fat. Fatter than I am already, anyway. That's good. <laughs> uh, I hope everybody had a good week, survived it. Survived election week. <laughs> yeah, mmm. Mmm. That was my comment as well. Um, I said that last bunch of mail-in ballots. They do it every time. The last bunch of mail-in ballots. It takes a while to count, and they keep counting, and things keep changing. <laughs> yeah, it happens every time. <laughs> you just sent in three. Well, it's your fault. You should have sent in some more. <laughs> So next week we will have potluck and have the Thanksgiving service. Um, next week will be the plan. Of course, the Christmas luncheon will be held on December the eighteenth. Uh, I don't know. Are they doing kind of sign up for that, or we just just show up? And, huh? She's going to order food. Does anybody have any guests coming or anything? Um, we usually have a few extra, but that should be, that's usually fine. 30 should be enough, I think. Um, so I guess you just, I don't know if you get an option or you're just going to get what you get, but well, she I think she, back there last week for people to tell her what they prefer. Uh, okay. Because she discussed it for two weeks and then you three sides right. or something like that. Yeah. They may show up if they do, we'll. Just double check, but <laughs> that sounds good. Um, and so, yeah, I did an updated schedule just mainly from the standpoint of December 11th, which I know a lot of ladies are laying out that day. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're going to the Cove, right? That's a bunch of you. So uh, I, I just went ahead and canceled services for that day. Um, I think it's likely I won't be here. And... Um, so that will give us um, that Sunday, the 11th, and then we'd already canceled them for Christmas Day, which I don't typically like to do that, but um, we, we've done well as far as meeting during COVID and everything else. So we'll just go ahead and plan to take take those two days off in December, and then hopefully when January rolls around, we can get cranked back up. Um, and then the 27th, Richard, I don't know if you know yet if you'll be here. Uh, I'll find out. Yeah, we, we, we'll figure that out because uh, I know I won't be here that day. Um, so I think that's it. Anybody have anything or any questions about anything coming up? Um, <laughs> I know I've threatened YouTube and all that stuff. I think at this point we'll probably just try to plan to start that for for 2023. Although I may have some time to try to get that worked out this week, I've really kind of struggled with having the time to focus on it and go do it. And one note of uh, prayer of Thanksgiving I'll give right now is is that they did push back the the state conversion that I've been whining about for 
the last year. They pushed it back again, so it'll at least be next year. It won't be. They were threatening to do it in December, which I thought would be a nightmare because of the holidays and people being off and that sort of thing. So uh, they have pushed it back at least till probably toward the end of January. So thanks. <laughs> I'm thankful. Um, and a lot of people in the state are actually, I think, about that that I work with. Okay. All right. Well, if we don't have anything else, let's take our hymnals. Uh, page 353. Turn to page 353. And I left my guitar in the car last night, so the strings keep going out of tune. Oh, it'll be all right. Victory in Jesus. <clears throat> Just 
over a few pages, page 548. <coughs> 548 is the Okay, intercessory prayer. Do we got some prayers for anybody? Oh, come on, nobody, huh? I'm sure there's people. Just, just not praying for them this week. <laughs> uh, I'll mention a, a good friend of mine from. Uh, I used to work with her. She retired a while back. Her name is Sherry Rackley, and uh, she has. Um, Fourth stage kidney disease, 
Um, so uh, it's not a death sentence, but it is going to require a lot of treatment and just some different things. And so um, just please pray for Sherry. Uh, she's uh, been a really good friend for a long time. She's a strong Christian as well. And so just pray that things would go good for her. Um, anybody else? Anything? Okay. Well, let's just continue to pray for one another. Um, we definitely need to be doing that, praying for each other, praying for our country, praying for our youth that have left us, but we all <laughs> miss them and love them and children. So we pray for them and everything they're having to deal with because it's just uh, the world is growing increasingly wicked and increasingly uh, distant from God. And so they certainly need God's protection as all of us does and, and God's guidance. So. All right, let's let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father in heaven, thank you we can be here. Um, thank you that um, we can bring our trials to you. We bring our fears to you, Father. We pray you help us to lay our anxiety before you were told repeatedly in Scripture just to give that up to you. And so we have to probably a struggle for us every day, Father, just to turn over what we're anxious about and give it to you. But we, we thank you so much for your word, the promises that you give to us the hope that's contained in there, Father, and even in the difficulties of life, we realize we are but a vapor, Father. It's a short time. Please help us to remember that. Help us to be encouraged, Father, about through your word, through your promises, through your love, through one another. And thank you that we can be here. We certainly pray for friends and family that are sick. Maybe some here they are still just dealing with, as we all get older, we deal with all these different things that come up, Father. And so we pray for your intervention. Thank you that, uh, again, that we can be here. We have a place to meet. Uh, we meet freely. And, Father, we, we praise and thank you for that and pray that you will help us to follow your will as a church and as your people individually. And, and we pray that the service here be done to your glory. And thank you again that we can be here. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Okay. Uh, Thanksgiving prayer. But that, anything... We're thankful about Richard. I'm thankful it falls. <laughs> yeah. I said this morning when I walked outside, Richard Bristol was probably the only really happy person. <laughs> <laughs> he is happy that cold. That wind was biting this morning for sure. Cool. It's been warm all week, really. It just hit, didn't it? But, yeah. <laughs> yep. Anything else, Jean? Yeah, glad you're able to come today. I'm feeling a little better. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Anybody else? Throw us on their hand, sis. Yeah, I had some medical procedures done this week, and everything was good except for a slight reaction to anesthesia, but I'm thankful all of that is over. Yes, I'm thankful. Everything was good. Very thankful for that. Um, anybody else? Anything? All right. Well, you seem a little subdued today. I guess the cold weather has got us kind of, kind of slows us down a little bit. All right. Uh, well, let's thank the Lord. Father, we praise you. Thank you for intervening in our lives. Thank you so much for good reports, good medical reports. Thank you for healing. And though we are in these mortal coals, we're going to have aches and pains and struggles. We 
Thank you that we can come to you, that you we know, Father, from your word and on hair of our head falls to the ground, that you take a notice of it. You are so attentive to everything that's going on in our lives, much more than we are ourselves. So, Father, we thank you for that. Thank you for the encouragement in it. Thank you for your mercy toward us, Father. And we thank you, Father, that you tell us you are always in control. doesn't matter what kind of chaos is going on around us. We know that you're in control. We praise you for that. Thank you for it. And just again, thank you that we can be here. Thank you for our little church family here, Father. And we pray that we uh, would draw closer to you and that we would be uh, reflecting a lot, Father, as we're able. And um, just pray that you help us be closer to each other, too. And thank you for all the blessings you've provided for us as a congregation and um, all that you've given to us individually and our families. And we, we thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Jeannie, uh, are you going to take take Karen's place? Your partner in crime's place, you're going to do Good morning. I'm going to read Psalms 100. Make a joyful sound to the Lord, all ye land. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who hath made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pastures. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him, and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endures to all generations. Mike. Good morning, everyone. I'm here today right there. I'm getting acquainted right there with my new companion. And yet, uh, this same companion right there, he comes and visits a lot of y'all too. Um, I know Tony's acquainted with him. Valerie's acquainted with him. You know, Bale's acquainted with him. Buddy's acquainted with him. Shirley and Jerry. About everybody here has been acquainted with my, my new companion. That new companion is, is what I call pain. <laughs> Yeah, it's got me too. Okay, but there's a few things there that even though we, we have this right here and all of us, you know, even Paul had his thorn in the flesh there, yet he went on to accomplish great things. And even, even today on our bulletin, on the front of our bulletin there, it says, my grace is sufficient for you, but my strength is made perfect in weakness. So there's many, many things there that we can learn from this. So... First thing, it's got the companion right there. I may stick closer than my wife, you know. So. <laughs> but, you know, the other thing is the pain hurts. But when pain hurts, it also motivates. So just like when I, I went to the doctor right there and get checked out right there, and I tell him, well, it hurts when I move like this. Well, he says, don't do that. <laughs> okay. But it also, like I say, it motivates us to get over there and find out what we can do. And a lot of things the doctors didn't tell me. What, what I found that gave me relief and didn't get it from a doctor. Uh, just just other people right there and all that told me what some of their experiences had been. And uh, the main thing was just to get some get my heel elevated there and get the, get the load off my, my Achilles tendon. So that helped more than anything. That's how I'm able to go. If it weren't for that, I wouldn't be able to be walking too much. Okay, so I appreciate that. 
Okay. Another thing it teaches is it teaches us patience there. Now, cause we all, we all get hurting right there and we just want to be over with right now. You know, we, this is a right now society. Everybody wants everything right now. So it teaches us patience, you know, just get over it there and all. And also teaches us other things here too. It develops empathy for others, other people as well. Okay. And uh, even Jesus right there had empathy for other people right there as we go over here to, um, um, Let's see. John eleven thirty five. I know a lot of you are familiar with this passage here. What this is is about uh, Lazarus right there on the death of Lazarus right there, and when uh, Jesus went, but uh, he kind of tarried to get there, get to get to see him, see see Lazarus. But uh, let's see, Jesus therefore. So uh, Mary weeping right there because, you know, Lazarus had already died. He saw her weeping, and Jesus also weeping and came and stayed with her. He groaned in the spirit and was troubled. And he said, where have you laid him? And they said to him, Lord, come and see. And Jesus wept because he, he cared too. Then said the Jews, behold, how he loved him. And some of them said, could not this man which opened the eyes of the blind and caused even this man that he should not have died? Jesus there again groaned in himself, cometh to the grave. And it was a cave and a stone was on it. And he said, take away the stone. Martha's sister, him that was dead, said, Lord, this time he stinketh, for he's been dead four days. Jesus said to her, said I not, said I unto her, that if thou was believed, thou should see the glory of God. Then they rolled away the stone right there and all. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. And I knew that thou hearest me always, but because of the people which stand stand by, I said it, that they may believe that thou hast sent me. Then he said with a loud voice there, said, Lazarus, come forth. And he that was dead came forth, bound, head and foot, and his face was bound about with a napkin. And Jesus said unto them, Loose him and let him go. So Jesus he has empathy for pain and, and suffering as, as well. And pain comes in all different forms. You know, it's, it's not just physical pain. A lot of people have emotional pain. And some have mental pain. So we're all, we've all been affected by this. And uh, through this right there, we can develop some patience. Got my card moved here. Tony will probably find it after I hear this. Okay. No, this is not the right one. That's from another one. Anyway, here it is right here. I've got it right here. Okay. It teaches us patience and empathy right there and all. And it also teaches in all things to trust God. So then we'll go to uh, Psalms 116 and the uh, verses 1 through 13 here. So I love the Lord because he hath heard my voice and my supplications. Because he hath inclined his ear unto me, therefore I will call upon him as long as I live. The sorrows of death come past, compassed me, and the pains of hell got uphold me. I found trouble and sorrow. Then I called upon the name of the Lord my God. I beseech thee, deliver my soul. Gracious is the Lord, and righteous, yea, our God is merciful. The Lord preserveth the simple. I was brought low, and he helped me. Return to thy rest, O my soul, for the Lord hath dealt beautifully, bountifully with thee. 
For thou hast delivered my soul from death, my eyes from tears, and my feet from failing. I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. I believe, therefore I have spoken. I was greatly afflicted. I said in my haste, all men are liars. That's not true. What shall I then render unto the Lord for all of his benefits toward me? So I will take the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord forever. Another verse here we have here, now it goes all the way back here to Revelation. Revelation 21 and verse 4. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, neither shall there be no more death, neither sorrow, nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. And that's the day right there we can all look forward to. And the rest of it is here is uh, getting ready for the altar. Thanks, Mike. It's amazing how much in Scripture that talks about how God uses pain to help us be perfected. And wish there was some other way to go about that, <laughs> honestly. But uh, God, God definitely uses it, and we're following in Christ's footsteps as well because He suffered mightily while He was here. All right, uh, if you'll take your hymnals and turn to page three. Page three. 